are Locked On Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. We're Locked On Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter McCaskin. I come to Packers for the leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. The Green Bay Packers will take on the San Francisco 49ers in the divisional playoff round and what could go wrong. Nothing has ever gone wrong between the Packers and the 49ers in the playoffs, especially not with Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know what everyone is so worried about. The Packers will face a 49ers team that beats the Cowboys 23-17 to in a game where the Cowboys put their foot in their mouth over and over and over, so to speak, or they shot themselves in the foot it has to be a foot metaphor with this team, this Packers team, for whatever reason. I, look, I don't make the rules. Uh, talk to Aaron Rodgers about it. Talk to Billy Turner about it. Uh, I, that's just what they are. That's just who they are this season. I, I don't like, look, it's not my fault. I didn't do it. Uh, but I understand why Packer fans are nervous about this game. And I think this was the team. And I wrote about this at the leap today, our newsletter, uh, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Uh, that they are the team that I think presents the best matchup for the Packers moving forward, the most dangerous team for the Packers because they do the thing that makes you best equipped to beat this Packers team. They run the ball effectively. They use misdirection really well and they can rush the passer with four. You need to be able to do those things to beat Green Bay. Now, all of that was true The last time these two teams met and the Packers handled that game. Now, I understand the score said it was very close and they needed a field goal at the end, but the Packers were controlling that game for most of it. It took some supreme weirdness for that game to play out the way that it did. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. The Packers are the favorites, four and a half point favorites at Bet Online. I saw it as high as five and a half, some other places. It's already come down a little bit. It's five, some places. If you can get that number now, um, well, first of all, I would wait for that number. If you like the 49ers, get it at, you know, plus five. If you like the Packers, it's probably going to come down. It's probably going to finish in that three to four range. The Packers are the favorites, they're the favorites to win the Super Bowl. They're the better team. They're the best team. They should win. That's it. Now, the games are not played on paper, right? There is no should. The Cowboys should have beaten the 49ers, although everyone, everyone was on San Francisco. (laughs) Well over half the the, the bets uh, over at FanDuel were, were on... Um, and they announced it. That's why I'm bringing them up. We're, we're on the 49ers. And I, I guess I get it. The matchup, all that stuff. The Packers are better. I think they are the better coached team. I'm That's serious. Some people are going to scoff at that. I think they're the better coached team. They're certainly the better quarterbacked team. 
and they're getting healthy. David Bakhtiari is going to play in this game. Josh Myers is going to play in this game. We assume Randall Cobb, Jair Alexander are going to play in this game. And there's a chance that Whitney Merciless and Zadarius Smith play in this game. We didn't get a ton of time to talk about it last week because of the shows that we did with Jason, but we got late news. Whitney Merciless miraculously back at practice and has a chance to play this week. Zadarius Smith miraculously back at practice. We did talk about that because I had to take a little victory lap on that. I told you on this program, he would be back for the playoffs. Did I not? I told you. Okay. Those guys, those guys are field tilting players. Jair Alexander, a field tilter. Zadarius Smith, a field tilter. We know what David Bakhtiari is. Josh Myers in a big spot. You know, that's a question. You know, the Packers did not get the best play from Corey Lindsley in the NFC Championship game last year, and he's an all-pro. They did not get the best game from Elton Jenkins or Zadarius Smith or Aaron Jones, some of their best players. Some of their best players did not come to play in the biggest game of the year. Also, there is something that is just poetic about the Packers having the potential opportunity to beat the San Francisco 49ers and potentially the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the same postseason. Now, why would that be? Interesting. Well, you may recall, or you may not want to recall, the 2019 season and how that ended and the NFC Championship game that ended that season. And you may recall the 2020 season and the NFC Championship game that ended that season. And so who knows what lies beyond this year for the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers? Whether or not this is the last dance. Who cares? But over the course of sports history, we have seen over and over again great players and great teams having to overcome past failures in order to reach the pinnacle once again. Michael Jordan had to beat the Pistons after losing to them. This is, this is something that has happened. The Packers, now they, they didn't have to go and beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys lost. They had to go and beat the 49ers, a team that they played a number of times in the mid-90s when the 49ers were also a very, very good team and a very good franchise. This is a little bit of a throwback in that way because now we're two out of three years, the Packers and the 49ers are playing the playoffs. Mid-2000s, Packers and the 49ers had those demons the Colin Kaepernick game where he torches this Dom Capers defense. And then you have the Micah Hyde dropped interception game at Lambeau, Aaron Rodgers coming off the collarbone injury, and Colin Kaepernick leads them down the field for the game-winning field goal. There is an opportunity to create some fitting symmetry here. You fail against the 49ers, you fail against the Buccaneers, and now you have the opportunity, the opportunity 
they're not, this is not writing of the wrongs because the right team won those games. The team that played the best won those games in each case. But it is your chance to exercise those demons. To put a coda on that chapter and say, okay, there was this adversity. There were these obstacles. There were these low points. The, the agony of those defeats, especially last year. This team thought they were going to the Super Bowl. They thought they were the best team. They thought they were better than Tampa Bay. They believed deeply that they were going to win. That getting this game at home, they were going to win. Now they have a chance, potentially, to avenge that loss. They have a chance to avenge that game. Zadarius Smith might be coming back this week. Remember, Zadarius Smith said before the NFC Championship game in 2019, year 2020, but 2019 season, he didn't feel right. He was not in the right headspace. He, he, he was just not where he needed to be mentally in that game. Did not play well. Did not play well last year either in the championship game. Now has an opportunity to go out and make it right. This team would put a, a very fitting period at the end of the sentence, as it were. And maybe it's not the end of the sentence. Because maybe Aaron Rodgers comes back and they go out and then win it again. But that would be part of the period, right? Or maybe it's period and new sentence. Now we're torturing the metaphor. <laughs> this is what you want. This is what you play for. This is why you get the number one seed. So you have this game at home. But this is, this is why you put in the work. As a player, as a coach, this is why you invest the time. This is why you live and die with your team every week, every day in some cases. If you're the kind of person who follows the injury report and who's ebbing and who's flowing and all of that stuff. This is, this is, why, we're, this is why we do this. This is why I do this. So whatever feelings that you have, trepidation, anticipation, confidence. I see plenty of people on Packers Twitter, getting plenty of texts from people that I know, friends. They're excited about this. Doesn't matter. We'll win. That's the attitude that I'm seeing from plenty of people too. If that's your feelings, great. But this is what, this is what we do this for. So if you're, if you're anxious, if you're nervous, if you're hesitant, it's only because you're excited. So allow yourself to be excited. I'm not saying be positive. When, if, you, I mean, if you don't want to be positive, look. That's the kind of fan that you are. Be, be you as a fan. I would never tell anyone how to be a fan. It's not what I do. I'll leave that to some other people. They love to do it. I'll never tell you how to be a fan. Ever. Well, I'll tell you not to be a dumbass, but that's that's just like, don't be a jerk. Don't say mean things. Don't at players. Like that stuff is like baseline humanity stuff. It's not really, it has nothing to do with being a Packers fan. 
I'm not like, oh, well, Bart Starr, you have to think Bart Starr is the best QB ever in Packers history or you're not a Packers fan. Like, no, I'm not doing that. This this is a moment that that you should be enjoying, even if you are nervous. Enjoy it because who knows? Who knows? Guess what? The world, it's a beautiful mystery. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthy, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's the protein bar you actually want to eat. I had one today. I did before I worked out. I had one. I needed a little jolt. I needed a little something in my stomach. I don't know about you, but that's what I need in my stomach. I need I need to have something. Some people like to work out hungry. I never understood it. I'm the exact opposite. I don't want to work out full, but I don't want to work out hungry. I want to work out satisfied, satiated, and then work up an appetite and go eat again, usually. We've got new opportunities for you to try all kinds of great flavors at Built Bar. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and a promo code. Built.com, use the promo code LOCKS15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKS15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, let's talk 49ers. We're going to spend plenty of time this week talking about them, but let's go back to that first game. What matters? What matters and what doesn't? Because some things are not going to matter. I, I think the Packers had a very good plan offensively in that game, given the situation. Remember, that was a Yash Nijman game. And they went in and they said, okay, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, all these guys, we want to play spread. We're going to go uh, empty. We're going to have tight end chips. And it worked. Um, the, the 49ers had one QB hit all game. They had one sack. And they had one player. One player who had more than one pressure. One. That was Nick Bosa. Yash Nijman presumably not going to play in this game, or at least not going to start this game. David Bakhtiari is going to be the left tackle. We don't know what Billy Turner's status is, but Dennis Kelly has played well enough. I think you could make the case that, you know, Yash Nijman would would be the backup if if Dennis Kelly got hurt or that, you know, maybe he should be out there anyway. That part of it shows the Packers had a good game plan against this defense, a defense that has issues at corner that is more banged up now than it was then in a game where the 49ers could not stop Devontae Adams. And so when that matchup hasn't changed. So how are you going to stop that part of what Green Bay wants to do? Now, Green Bay has expanded the roles of some of these other players. Randall Cobb was got one target in that game. Presumably, he's going to be back. He's going to be healthy. He's probably going to get more targets than that. They've expanded A.J. Dillon's role considerably. 
Can they run the ball effectively in this game? They're going to play more, I think, in that pony package with, with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon on the field at the same time. And yet this was still a Packers offense that averaged six yards per play. Well over the 4.6 that they gave up. This deep, this Packers defense actually played play to play really well against this 49ers team. They played discipline. They played sound. Under four yards per carry allowed. In fact, under 70 yards allowed on the ground in a Trey Sermon game. No Elijah Mitchell, really. Not, not, a, not a, a featured part of this offense yet. But also, no Debo Samuel. That's a big one. Debo Samuel played in this game, but he played receiver. Once Kyle Shanahan learned he could put Debo Samuel in the backfield, I mean, it was a wrap, basically, for defenses. And that that is something that the Packers have struggled mightily with over the course of the season. It started with um, Minnesota. They did it with Justin Jefferson, and teams have repeated it. The Bears did it. They scored on it. You can bet Debo Samuel is going to be running arrow routes and Texas routes and all kinds of op choice, all kinds of stuff from the backfield, jet sweeps, end arounds. They're, he's going to do it all for them. He's going to make Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith on the backside be sound, be disciplined. He will, he will make you do that. Now, that hasn't changed, though. And so you have to believe the Packers are going to be well-schooled. Joe Barry, he's seen it in L.A. and now in Green Bay. They, they prepped for this team already once. Matt LaFleur, he's seen it. That was also Eric Stokes' first start. And I thought he played pretty well in that game. Got called for an absolutely garbage pass interference call that extended a drive. Absolutely garbage call. Still, I've watched it a hundred times. It's an absolutely terrible call. And that extended a drive that ended in a touchdown that could have, Packers were up 24-14. Remember, the Packers were up 17-0 in this game the first time. The, it was one of the few times the offense came out and said, nah, we're doing this. And now they came out with an atypical thing for them. They came out in, in the empty, something that they've gone to a lot subsequently. So presumably the four downers will be ready for that. But now the Packers are coming off a bye. They're playing at home. It's going to be cold. Saturday night. And we in the spot. Don't believe me. Just watch. Slated high right now. I believe 17. Not going to be the ice bowl. It's going to be cold. Generally that favors offense. Because they know where they're going. And as Aaron Rodgers has said. That favors teams with the lead. Because you can break their will a little bit easier. The first time around, this Packers team played really well. They, they kept the 49ers under 300 yards. It was a special teams miscue at the end of the first half that allowed the 49ers to score as time expired. Kyle Shanahan got greedy. As time expired, he went for it and was able to Trey Lance scored if he doesn't score it's 17 nothing could have kicked the field goal probably the right move but it, it was a gutsy play call after a special teams gaffe now not to say that that's not going to happen again absolutely could happen again and then 
They came out and they scored in the second half. But then it's it's 24-14, late. And it took that third and 14 miracle pass interference, bad, 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 to extend that drive or maybe maybe the game is put away. Who knows? The Packers have, have some more answers even now than they did then offensively. I think defensively, they have certainly more continuity. They have more faith in Eric Stokes. Rasul Douglas on the team now. You're getting potentially Zadarius Smith back. Jair Alexander did play in that game and had his worst game, like maybe since his rookie season. So I guess all of this is to say, I understand why the scar tissue is there for Packers fans. The NFC Championship game and that, that regular season matchup, that's that's there and that looms. That defense was so much better, was so much better than the one that San Francisco will bring to Green Bay on Saturday night. So much better. Like I can't. I can't even tell you how much better. So much better. It's it's some of the same personnel. You know, you, you'll recognize some of the same star players, Fred Warner and Nick Bosa. But the devil is in the details. This San Francisco team, 16th in pass DVOA. They're a very good run defense. But the Cowboys were able to get them a couple times, gash them a little bit, not, not gash gash. The weakness on this 49ers team is at corner. And I think that's where you're going to see Green Bay attack. This is going to be an Aaron Rodgers game. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw the ball 35, 40 times. And if he plays well, Packers are going to win. That's, I mean, it, it really is that simple. If he plays well, the Packers are going to win. If they can protect Rodgers, Packers are going to win. Because I just don't think San Francisco is going to come to Lambeau 17 degrees, probably by the end of the game, it's going to be 5, 10 degrees, and score 30. I don't see it. I don't see it. This goes back to the original point that I was making. The Packers should win this game. The Packers are better. Even with matchups, the Packers are better. The ways that I thought the Cowboys would be able to attack this 49ers team, they weren't, but it had more to do with what the Cowboys didn't do than what the 49ers did do. Now, D'Amico Ryans, a good coordinator. Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Fred Warner, those are good players. Jimmy Ward. The corners are an issue. And I think Green Bay is going to be able to exploit it. They're rested. I think they're going to be able to protect Bakhtiari, Myers, if they get Billy Turner back, Lucas Patrick at right guard versus Royce Newman, that was a problem the first time around. The Packers are better. That's it. That's it. Doesn't mean they'll win, but the Packers are better. The Packers didn't lose to the 49ers because of some magic. That 49ers team was better. And the Packers didn't lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because of some magic, they just didn't play well enough. They could have and should have beat that 49er team or that that Buccaneer team. But that Buccaneer team was really, 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 really good. This is a 9-7 49ers team. Jimmy G is going to throw you two or three of these. You got to catch him. 
Kyle Shanahan's going to call two or three, not fake, not, not trick plays, but specials. You got to be ready. And you got to have a couple. I want to see some, Malafleur. Put it on the table. I want to see it. Let's see it against Kyle Shanahan. Prove it. Prove it. This is their opportunity. And it is a terrific opportunity. If you can't tell, I am juiced. I am jacked up for this game. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I think the Packers are going to view it the same way. I think, I think they will relish the opportunity to go out and say, look, they got us once. We're coming back and we're going to get them this time. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, the number one place for all your football betting this season. Bet Online remains your number one spot for gambling in 2022 and beyond. New year and new updated web, website, desktop, mobile. Sign up today and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Las Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2022. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way. To wager on all your favorite sports, bet online where the game starts. And today's episode is brought to you by Locked On Bets. I appreciate everyone making Locked On Packers their first listen of the day. I truly do. Make your second listen, Locked On Bets. Your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, Locked On Bets. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. All right, an absolutely loaded week here on Locked on Packers. It is a playoff week. So we'll have Expert Tuesday. We'll have Zayu doing our crossover Thursday. And of course, our live happy hour show on Friday, 530 Central, 630 East. Follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the Leap newsletter. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you have not. If you're watching, click the like button and subscribe, please, and thank you. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked On Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775 to stay Locked On Packers.